just realized this like right before I got on Zoom, which is when I moved out of our apartment, I did forget to clean out the fridge. So Oh no. You might oh, I'm no. so sorry, but you're you might be walking back into something very nasty <sighs> waiting for you in the fridge. Of all the things to forget. I <laughs> the one the one that affects me. The thing is I don't I don't remember what I left in the fridge. So it, it's oh it could be fine or it could be just a complete disaster. I hope you left money in there. Yeah, I left fifty dollars cash and then just like a lasagna not in the container that I just like threw on on That's the floor. Horrible. Uh yeah. But yeah, so you have that to look forward to when you come back. Really happy to hear that. Um, to provide context, Liam and I are roommates. And we were Liam roommates. Moved, yeah, I was going to say, but then things changed and Liam moved out. Yep. And so basically we share an apartment that we take turns with because <laughs> I wasn't there this semester. Yeah. So we, we switch off. We actually, we can't stand each other in person. Yeah. So this is the system that we, we came up with. This seems to work. This is what our therapist suggested. Our joint therapy. We actually, yeah, we go to joint therapy together. And this is what they said. Um, speaking of going to joint therapy, we ended our last episode. We took a week off, mm -hmm. but our last episode ended with an eerie prediction that John Mulaney and his wife had gotten a divorce. Oh, yeah. And come to learn three days later, John Mulaney's in rehab. Yeah, I saw that and I immediately felt bad. I was like, oh, I wouldn't have made jokes about it if I'd known. I felt so badly. Yeah, I I hope he's doing okay. I really do. I'm glad that he's taking care of himself because a lot of people go reluctantly. Yeah. But well, hopefully we we wish him all the best and we hope he's getting the help that he needs. And above that, we hope that we had nothing to do with it. Yeah, he actually he listened. He, he, listened, <laughs> he listened to our, to our podcast. That was the breaking point. He listened to our <laughs> podcast. And he was like, I God damn it. All right, here we go. Uh, that's, that's so sad. That's horrible. Yeah, I mean, I I don't really want to talk about it too much because it it's just a huge bummer. But I did feel yeah. really bad after I saw. No, it. we need we need to acknowledge it because of where we left off. It's true. I'm so so for the record, we did we did not jinx that. Yeah, we didn't know. I swear. I'm. Do you, I don't know. Maybe you can relate this. We might talk this before. I struggle so much to get work done at home. I just cannot get in a work mindset in this house at all in any spot. My challenge is less getting work done and more like external factors that mm -hmm. interrupt my work. Like I'll sit down. I'll decide like this is the day that I'm going to sit down and write this paper. And that will be the one day one of my family members decides that like I have to do something for them. Yeah, for me, it's there's a little bit of that, but it's more I could be alone in this house and just have one thing to do and something about the energy here. I just can't do it. I do you feel like a kid on like spring break? Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think what it, <laughs> there you go. I think what it is, is that because in high school, I never did any work for school or anything. I just like play video games and stuff. And I think when I come back here, I revert back to that mindset. And so right. in, in my head, I'm trained like, no, we don't we don't do work here. What are you talking about? Well, I was just talking with one of my friends about um, with COVID 
and how it's affected people's college experience. I'm not the kind of person to go out every single weekend and like want to go to a club. Like if anything, I'm pretty lame when it comes to going out. Yeah. Like I'd rather do stuff in somebody's apartment where I know everybody. Yeah, we're both like that. Yeah, for some reason though, this semester I was like, like the semester that COVID hit, I was like, okay, I'm going to hoe it up. I'm going to go out every fucking weekend. <laughs> I've got this like new crop top. I'm going to just be wild. I think part of it I- is like, <laughs> it's it's something that you don't want to do until you're told you can't do it. And it's like, exactly. well, like I, exactly. I never had any interest in traveling until COVID. And now I'm like, I, I want to travel. Let me go places. Now you're Anthony things. Bourdain. Exactly. <laughs> So, and I know exactly the the feelings of just like, well, fuck you. Now I'm going to do it. It's so sad. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. Um, This New Year's was very weird because normally I either go to a party or we have a lot of people over at my house. Mm-hmm. And it was just my boyfriend and me like drinking alone on a couch. You with your boyfriend? Yeah. And something about that felt really sad. That sounds kind of nice. I would have liked to have been with Grace. That would have been that would have been nice. Well, I got a text like four tequila shots in that my family wanted to do like a Zoom toast. Mm-hmm. So my self-control was gone and I texted <laughs> my mom and I was like, girl, I'm sloshed. I don't know if you guys want me on this. And she was like, no, come on. And like, so my New Year's Eve was like a very peaceful, quiet, sad drinking and then presenting that version of myself to my entire family. Huh. Parts of that sound kind of nice. I think they had a great time, but (laughs) I'm humiliated. That's really funny, though, actually. I I can't imagine being drunk around my family. I can't either, but I had some random, like, spurge of confidence. Mm hmm. And I was like, I'm going to give this to them. They deserve They've earned this. this. They have. With this year, we've known the way each this other year played for, out. We've known each other for like a minute now. I think this is, it's time. Yeah. They know my first name. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I I just had the most underwhelming New Year's. Too. Well, it wasn't like, I actually know. You know what I did? I went to bed at 11. New Year's Good. Eve. <laughs> Good. Uh, we watched the Fire Festival documentary with my family. And then I, I, I was tired because I, what I, I, I like went with a really long walk with Aria. And then I did something else that day, too, that was like, oh, yeah, we went skateboarding for a while with some friends. And I was by the time it was like 11 o'clock, I was like, I was all tuckered out. So I just went to bed. When I was a little kid, the most traumatizing New Year's that I ever had, I think I was seven or eight years old. Mm-hmm. And I crashed on the couch at like 1030 or 11. Mm-hmm. And... Everyone at this New Year's Eve party thought it would be hilarious to take pictures pretending to pull out my loose tooth. <laughs> that so is So I was fast asleep on the couch and there's an entire photo shoot of people like posing with me pretending to like pry open my seven-year-old mouth. <laughs> you, I, you don't want to look at one of those out horrible. of context. That's like abuse. That's horrible. Were you, you were very upset. I was so pissed off. I was like, first of all, why didn't they just pull it out? Second of all, how dare they? Quick and painless in your sleep? Yeah, that would have saved a lot of time and effort for all of us. I'm I'm so sorry. You had to go through that. 
The concept of losing teeth is very strange. I think I don't know if I've talked about this <laughs> in the podcast before, but one of the funniest things I think I've ever said in my entire life. I was studying with it was three journalism friends and we were studying for a test the next day and we were like exhausted. We were in the library together, just like fatigued and all kind of checked out at this point. And I just look up and I don't know what overcame me to say this, but I just look up and say, what do you think would happen if you cut your ball sack off and then inside was just every baby tooth you'd ever lost? And I just let that hang in the air for a few oh. for a few seconds while everyone stared at me in disbelief. They were probably considering what steps they should take in response. To this day, I think that's the funniest thing I've ever said in my entire life. Sophia, can you imagine? First of all, the trauma of watching someone's ball sack get cut open, and then you look and it's just baby. Oh it's just baby teeth. What? What? Are you kidding me? I found once I was in my parents' room and I found like a box with all these teeth in it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what the hell? Like, how did she get those teeth? Where did they come from? And then <laughs> I remembered the tooth fairy. Oh, these are mine. <laughs> it was the most disturbing oh, so, five minutes of my life. That's so weird, though. Do all parents just have like a bag of teeth somewhere? Yeah. Well, and what the fuck that's is gross. she? Why does my mom still have it? I mean, I guess you don't... If you're listening, throw it out, it would, please. That feels weird to throw teeth out, though, right? I don't know. That, something about that feels strange. But at the same time, like... I think it's stranger to keep them. I guess. I think you should bury them. That that feels That's right. That's fair. Have, like, a little funeral. I don't even... Just, like, I, that feels right to me. They shouldn't be thrown out, but you definitely don't keep them. I think you bury them in the backyard, and then you immediately try to forget where you buried them. I was the biggest wimp when it came to like losing teeth or pulling teeth out. Yeah. And I would do everything in my power to like make sure they stayed in place. Mm hmm. Did you. And. Sorry. Hmm? Sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. No. What were you going to ask? I was going to ask, did you ever lose a tooth at school? So then you'd go to the nurse the, and they okay, have like the you little. You feel like royalty. Well, and then they give happens. you the little box. You know how the nurse has yeah. the. Yes. That was so cool. That's all anyone talks about. The yes. whole, like, you're a celebrity for a week. Yes, well, then you get to walk around with the little box the whole rest of the day and, like, show everyone your tooth. Listen, I finally lost a tooth at school. Like, mm. I I had lost most of my baby teeth, and then finally, like, I was praying to God that I would lose one at school. You're, you're like, and you're trying your best to keep them all in until you get to school. So you can just yeah, like, rip, rip it, it out, out of my mouth. everyone. Well, and unfortunately... I was so excited. I was trying so hard to like make sure I didn't like drop it or anything. Mm -hmm. I dropped it in the sandbox. Oh no, that tooth is never coming and back. And I couldn't find it. So I had to go, I went to the office and they gave me like the little envelope anyways. Rough. But I was so pissed off. Rough estimate. How many baby, baby teeth on average are in a sandbox? Oh my God. I'm guessing more than five. I'm really upset that you're probably correct. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm gonna say more than five, fewer than fifteen, somewhere in that range. This That's and this is we'll average. Have, we'll, we'll have to ask like an archaeologist. <laughs> you can go to like BU's archaeology. To, excuse me, sir. It's just out of curiosity. I'm doing a research project. Uh, you you apply for research funding. I I'm gonna count baby <laughs> teeth. 
And I'm going to go to every sandbox and count the baby teeth. You don't have to go to everyone, just enough to be statistically significant, Sophia. Do you, did your wisdom teeth come in? Like, did you have to get them removed? I have to still. Like, I'm, I'm probably going to while I'm home these next few months. I want to brag for a second. All of my wisdom teeth grew in and I don't have to get any of them pulled. What do you just have a huge mouth? I suppose. I didn't pee. know that. About, I like went to the dentist and they were like, your wisdom teeth are growing in. Like, mm -hmm. do you have pain? And I don't. Mine hurt every once in a while. Uh, yeah. They haven't in a, they haven't in like a month, but every like they'll be like a week every once in a while. They like hurt pretty bad. And I'm like, gotta get them pulled. And then I'll like, it's like call. Having, it's like you're having your period. Exactly. Well, then I'll call and I'll try and set something up. But you have to set the stuff up like months in advance and then it'll stop hurting and I'll forget about it until it starts hurting like two months later again. Have you ever had a cavity? Never had a cavity. Nope. I was one Same. of those kids. Really? Cavity. No cavity club. My brothers had like four and my, my sisters had none. So I don't know what kind of fucked up genes he got, but. I don't know how my dad still has teeth. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, I think he has a cavity in most of his teeth. Uh. So I don't know where my genetics Sir, came from, brush but... your teeth. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> no, he grew up in the 70s and like started smoking when he was like five, probably. Oh, that'll do it. <laughs> yeah. Everyone knows you got to wait until you're six to start smoking. That's just irresponsible. Oh, yeah. First grade. I mean, and you, you... what else do what, what else do six year olds do? Well, I got to clean up all these fucking markers. No. I, I, Janet, you just, you're referring to your teacher uh, by their first name. You're like, Janet, I need this right now. Please. Can you, um, can you do me this solid? There's nothing more humiliating when you're six than accidentally calling a family member your teacher's name. Uh, there's one more thing humiliating, which is calling your teacher mom. <laughs> oh. Did you never do that? I don't think I've ever done I, I think I would remember I've if done I had it done twice, that. and I remember them both so specifically because they were traumatic. What was the response? They're, I mean, they're nice. I think it happens fairly, fairly commonly <laughs> for teachers, right? So, like, they they laugh at it a little bit. but they like, I would take but, it with stride. But I remember being just like, oh, my God, I have to move. Like, I can't, I can't go back tomorrow. What? Yeah. That's the worst when you're really little and get embarrassed by something and no one's there to tell you that it's going to be okay in 48 hours. Mm -hmm. Um, Did you ever get in like a fight in school? Do you ever fight anyone? Oh, yeah. Definitely. Do you like I'm talking about physical fight. Did you ever trade hands? Oh, I slapped somebody once. Yeah. Why'd you slap him? It was a boy and he was and I say boy because he was nine years old and that's not a man we were i thought we were boyfriend and girlfriend and then i found out we weren't oh no and so i slapped him on the playground oh my god ran. <laughs> so that sounds like an abusive relationship i think he yeah I think he it made was the right toxic call. it was toxic i because i i had like a you know how you just like unlock new memories randomly oh absolutely so it's this kid this was it was fifth grade and it was with this kid uh this dude in my graduating class who i'm actually i mean I don't know if I, we're friends. We don't, we haven't talked since graduation, but he's nice. He's a good dude. Um, but it was in the library during library time. And he, <laughs> he did Taekwondo. You know what I mean? He was like a, he was like a fighter. Um, and so he was bragging about some like new move that he had just learned. Like it was like a jaw grip. 
And so I was like, you can't do that. I was being a little cocky. You know, I was like, you can't do that. There's no way. He's like, yes, I can. I was like, you absolutely can't. So then he does it on me. This dude is like picking me up by my jaw because I was really small. Uh, oh, my he was God. Like, I'm like getting picked up by my jaw. Um, and, like a baby lion. Yeah. And so I'm just like instinctually I go and I just like punch him as hard as I can in the stomach because I just want to be let down. <laughs> um and so we got we got sent to the principal's office and we we both got a talking to I and which to this day I am salty about because I like what was I supposed to do in that situation? I have a story that happened to my uncle, not me, mm-hmm. but when he was in like seventh grade, his gym teacher was teaching them self-defense moves mm. and he like called on my uncle to be an example. And he said to my uncle, I want you to punch me as hard as you can in the face. Nice. And my family owns a bar. So <laughs> this is a my uncle's a grew- opportunity. Yeah. No. So my uncles grew up like with self-defense mm-hmm. and my, he said to the teacher, are you sure? Mm-hmm. Do you really want me to punch you in the face? And he was like, do it as hard as you can. Oh, no. My uncle punched the gym teacher in the jaw and, like, (laughs) knocked him to the ground. (laughs) And this man taught at my high school. He taught health class. And when I came to class for the first day, he said to me, oh, your uncle knocked me out when he was, like, 13. That's funny. I was like, wow. Can you imagine being the kid who gets to lay one on the the teacher, just, like, like, one free hit? Well, imagine going home and telling your parents you, are, that you knocked out your teacher. If you do that, instant celebrity. You have the rest of your life <laughs> made. Yeah, especially if it's a small yeah, town. He he actually retired on the spot. Okay, but like you're you are a celebrity <laughs> for life. He's my hero. Like mm-hmm. that's the coolest thing anyone in my family has ever done. But like you you imagine going to English class the next day and everyone's just like, Did you did you punch the teacher in the face? And you're like, Yeah. Yeah, I did. What are you gonna do about it? And just like, oh, I can't even yeah. imagine. You're that's like gaining like an inv- an invincibility cloak. For real, it's yeah. I I can't even imagine that. That sounds like the on greatest. the on the on the other end though. Imagine being like a fifty year old and having a thirteen year old knock you to the ground. Yeah, you have to go to the teachers' lounge the next day, <laughs> and everyone's kind of looking like, did you? Did you get your ass beat by a 13? You're just like, yes. Because <laughs> I guess you can't really hit back, though. <laughs> Maybe that's why he switched schools, because I didn't go to the same school as my uncle. <laughs> mm-hmm. The teacher the teacher stands back real quick. She's like, oh, that's what's like. He just starts laying into this kid. Your, your uncle comes home <laughs> with this shit completely rocked. Just like, he told me to. <laughs> Actually, I want to give a shout out to this teacher because he was great and he passed away earlier in 2020. He's very old Mm. and he had a lot of health issues, but he in his old age had lost one of his feet to diabetes. Mm. So his solution was to take it in stride and he bought a motor scooter that he just drove around the school and he was a coach and he would go out on the football field and just like drive around. I feel like that's the best of a bad situation. Yeah, he was a bad bitch. That's kind of like, like if you if you lose an eye, that's like getting an eye patch. Like there are huh. there are other things you could do that are less fun, but like I would I would wear an eye patch with both of my eyes intact. Like that is <laughs> the gnarliest thing a human being can present to the world. Mm-hmm. I I agree 100%. 
<laughs> that's the end of the episode. <laughs> that's all I Maybe have to say. Maybe that'll be like because masks are kind of becoming a style thing now. Maybe that'll be the next thing. Uh, eye patches. Okay. Explain to me how people are investing in like Balenciaga face masks. This is the thing. They're going to be irrelevant in like what eight months whenever we all get the how vaccine? are they oh god willing how are they like getting away with charging that much how much do they charge mask? oh my god probably thousands i haven't looked into it mm-hmm. but i know you can get a designer mask for like more than 500 dollars. okay but in terms of like reward like getting your money's worth that's probably one of the better like luxury clothing investments because you're gonna wear it every (laughs) single day it's pretty useful it's not like a pair of shoes where like you wear them like i don't know like once a month or something you know you're gonna wear that mask every single day people are gonna see the the label you know because it's right on your face everyone's gonna see where you got it from they're gonna know immediately how much it costs I think that's actually... So basically, you're you're wearing a name tag that says, I'm a douchebag. Basically, yeah. I think... <laughs> I actually think you're getting the you're getting the most bang for your buck there. Is this a sponsorship? For Balenciaga masks? masks? Yes, it is. Yeah. They sent me uh, a bunch. So I'm just here to plug. Influencer call... Okay. Do you follow any YouTubers? yes of course i do what do you mean okay good i don't know i I don't want to assume so i post i don't want to i don't want to make assumptions i don't know your vibe okay um my favorite thing is watching youtubers try to weave in brand ambassadorships that they have (laughs) it's so funny yeah i do you ever find a youtuber who's like really good at doing the like uh sponsorship part of the video and then it, it like almost becomes content in itself. And like, you go, I'm way to go. You're, you're good at this. Yeah. It's like an art form. It really is. There's one guy, his name is Nakey Jakey. And he's super good at like turning the sponsorship into content. And I don't know how he's just so entertaining. I like the ones where they're like taking care of their children and they're just like showing their kids like eating baby food. And then they're like, you know, this reminds me. Right now, I'm really into this skincare product. You know, this <laughs> reminds me of World Series of Poker. I <laughs> I bet $2,000 last night and lost it all. But what a great time. My nine-month-old loves it. I don't... <laughs> how are, like, gambling apps allowed to sponsor YouTube videos targeting at children? I see it all the time. But, like... I don't know. But like straight up gambling apps and stuff will will sponsor channels that like you know have at least sizable chill child like audiences and stuff. That feels like it should be super illegal. What also should be illegal are when games like Club Penguin force you to have a membership to wear cool clothing. But they do it in a way where it's like if you type your credit card in once, mm-hmm. it's automatically remembered. So little kids will just like they want the pink puffle. <laughs> so they'll just click a button and then their parents get charged like $30. That happened. So when my brother, he would have been young. He was probably six. Um, we had an iPad and there was, it was sort of like Clash of Clans-esque. I don't know if you know what that is. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, but it was the Smurfs game. And you could just like build up your <laughs> Smurfs village. Um, and so he knew my dad's Apple ID password, which is my dad's credit card. 
So he just started spending. Oh no! T- so he started spending tons of money on like in-game currency, so he could unlock all the like best towers and stuff. And he spent like 150 or 200 bucks on this game Holy in like shit. an hour and a half. Um, oh my! And God. we like he has still not lived it down. We still joke about it all the time. And that was well as 10 as years an ago. adult. As an adult, like every other week, I accidentally spend ten dollars reloading my Starbucks card with my dad's credit card. I spend probably twenty or thirty bucks a month on subscription services that I forget to cancel. So, yeah, I'm. I, you know what? Out. That's their fault for having kids. <laughs> Sorry, mom. I, I don't know why you didn't think about this. Should have thought. Should have thought that through. Should have thought through the fact that you were going to give birth to a caffeine addict. You didn't consider Smurfville before you you gave birth to this thing, did you? That's on you, Jill. <laughs> His monthly budget. It's like oreos smurfville (laughs) exactly i yeah kids do you ever think about how stupid kids are i think about that every day kids are the stupidest people on the face of this earth but it's like it's not their fault you know what i mean because they don't know they're they're young they don't know anything yet but oh my god it's not their fault their frontal lobe hasn't developed exactly but like they don't know anything I just watched the movie School of Rock mm-hmm. like an hour ago. I stopped. I finished watching it. Yeah. And watching that show as a little kid versus watching it now is really or watching that movie is really funny mm-hmm. because when I was a kid, I was like, you've seen it, right? Yeah. OK, so for anyone who hasn't, the premise of the movie is like this guy pretends he's a teacher so that he can get money by making these like fifth graders play in a battle of the bands with him Mm -hmm. and the funny thing is as a little kid i was like oh that'd be fucking cool like we don't have to do math we can just play guitar all day Mm. because that's what he has them do but now as a like semi-adult i'm watching it and i'm like he would be in prison (laughs) immediately yeah can you imagine like like these little kids were really just like oh okay cool our substitute teacher is just a baller like Mm. You're like they don't care. You're like the principal. <laughs> you're out at a bar late at night, and you look up, and you're like your first grade class is playing the strip club. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty much the film. They're on stage, like shredding, wailing on guitar. Yeah, and he t- he tells the kids that it's like a statewide competition, and they're like, "Okay, cool." That's what I'm saying, kids. They're so stupid. You can tell yeah. them anything and they'll just believe you. Every year on New Year's, you see those videos of kids who got tricked into thinking midnight is actually like 7.30. And I'm like, you're so, just look at a clock. Oh my God, you're so dumb. <laughs> but then, then you have like the intense depressed, depressed kids like me who would go to Disney World and be like, okay, who's in the fucking costume? <laughs> the kids who are obsessed with just like everything is an illusion i'm gonna tear this down that was me nothing sneaks past me yeah my mom said the most disappointing thing in her life was taking me to disney world because you when were I was just five not... it was like a huge trip i didn't give a shit you were not drinking the kool-aid at all no i was like who's in this creepy jafar costume well at least you went to disney world because i never got to go to disney world still haven't been I felt spoiled when I went. That was a huge thing. And then I got there and I was like, okay, you're paying this much money for people in costumes. Mm-hmm. 
Really? I, and then I know. So you really didn't miss anything. I swear my parents pulled a fast one, though, because every year they'd be like, no, once once Sadie is a little bit older so she can actually remember it, we'll go. They would say that every year. And then we never went. Sadie graduates high school and they're like, all right, kids. Time to go. Except I fully like have a job and cannot take time off. Yeah. <laughs> they just go the two of them and they send us pictures. Pretty much. That's what it's looking like is going to happen. That's what it feels like to go to college. Just like, all right, I'm done. All right, the family dynamic has changed for the better. Guess I missed the boat on everything fun. Oh, yep. well. <laughs> but yeah, I there's other stuff at Disney World besides the, the costumes, though. There's like rides and stuff. Why do you do any of the rides, Sophia? Well, when we went, we went to Epcot and my mom said mm -hmm. to me before we got in line, I want you to go to the bathroom because we're going to be in this line for a while. Mm -hmm. And I said, no, I'm going to hold it in. So, Sophia. And we we get to the ride. And the second before we sat down, I said to my mom, I feel like I'm going to pee my pants. You, this fucking <laughs> And my child. mom made me get on the ride. Good. As she should she have. Said it, she said, if you pee your pants, that's your fault. Yes. That's 100% that's correct. That's good parenting. It is. You can't you can't weasel your way out of it then. You're too far in. I've also heard the food's pretty fucking amazing at Disney World. Really? Like the yeah, food court they food? They have like world class chefs. Ooh. I don't know. Well, that's cool. Yeah, I But but in order to go to Disney World, you have to go to Orlando, Florida. I have a friend who will remain nameless, but he went to uh Disney World with his girlfriend um but he so he realized like a week before they were gonna leave that he definitely wanted to break up with her oh, but like shit. they had already paid for everything and whatnot so he was like guess we're just staying together so they dated for like another month after he was just like completely done because <laughs> they had to go to disney and he wasn't gonna like you know just not go on the trip they had so much money invested uh, and so then they came back from Disney and then like two days later he broke up with her. He breaks up with her at like a fireworks show. Yep. He's like, I brought you here to, to discuss something. And then it turned out she was a furry the entire time. Are you serious? That's 100% true. Yeah. Okay. Then who fucking cares? <laughs> <laughs> everything. Yeah. Everything about it was, was wild. Oh my God. What's a good way to break up with somebody though? Uh, well... I don't I don't think there's a good way to do it. I mean, I think it's just like you don't beat around the bush. You know what I mean? And you don't yeah. you don't wait. You can when you see them, you kind of you let them know that you know you I mean, I don't know. You you be very direct. Yeah. You don't beat around the bush. You get it done. You kind of rip the band-aid off. Listen. Fuck you. We're done. Well, I, we could work on the <laughs> language a little bit. Maybe there might be some areas of messaging in that one that we can improve on but i, do, I don't love you there that's much better that, that one's good <laughs> i'm doing this to save you i i'm sorry i've just i've met someone else it's me <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh my god i um i've broken i did the worst thing possible which is Telling someone that you want to break up with them, but you want to like phase it out. No, 
That is I was the a worst. teenager. It's okay. It doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> that is the worst, though. I know. Like easily, like you when you both know that love is dead, but you decide you're gonna drag if the carcass around alive. for a little bit. Yeah, in theory, that sounds ideal because it's like good. We can work on this together, but it just makes things like gross and weird. Yeah, I mean, because at that point it's done, especially like if you're a teenager, right? Yeah, you're not coming. My, I, I've been watching the show, um, Four Weddings. I don't know if you've seen that, but so they take four people. It's from like the early mid two thousands, and people attend like these four brides attend each other's weddings, Mm -hmm. and they rate them on like a certain criteria, and whoever gets the most points wins like this crazy honeymoon. But so the brides who are competing for it are also rating each other. Yeah, so, like, the whole thing is they have a point system that makes it impossible to give someone else less points so that you win. How does that work? Some of them some of them still try to. Wait, how does that work? But, okay, I'll take your word for it then. Yeah, um, well, because they, 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 like, divide it up, like, by cumulative and, like, not whatever. Mm-hmm. So the best part of the show, though, is just thinking – these people put their weddings on television and they might get a divorce one day. <laughs> Can you imagine you're just scrolling on basic cable in your like new studio uh, apartment because you're paying half your uh, salary and alimony? Because you just got and, a divorce. Yeah, and you're scrolling through cable and you look and it's your wedding. <laughs> That's so And you sad. just sit there and you watch it alone. It's such a funny show. Like it's so extra. Um isn't there what there's there's other shows kind of like that though. Like aren't there like a million wedding shows? Yeah, yeah I mean the bachelor and it's so insulting to people who like fight to get married for like <laughs> legal reasons, citizenship reasons. And then these people just roll out with like a forty thousand dollar wedding and they're like, I need a honeymoon. I mean, what am I going to do? Not have a honeymoon? <laughs> Let's be realistic here. Wow, imagine that. I can't. I refuse to. It sounds miserable. <laughs> the term honeymoon alone, like. Yeah. Oh my. Ugh. Um, I want to talk about this tweet that you sent me like two weeks ago. Um, Speaking of honeymoons, yeah, I know where this is. It going. might be old news, but um, super chlamydia. <laughs> wasn't it gonorrhea or super gonorrhea yeah whichever yeah I, is one of those better than the other <laughs> if you That's had if point. you had to choose between super chlamydia and super gonorrhea which would you choose i'm gonna be honest i really don't know the difference because it's not something i've had to worry about um, um you know what i actually don't know the chlamydia difference. sounds less intimidating gonorrhea i makes your pee burn oh all right we're looking up difference between chlamydia you want to know what bothers me the fact that we learned about stds for like an entire unit of high school but we didn't learn about like consent yeah for real (laughs) which which one's more likely to like cause problems for people Hmm. that's true i mean probably should still learn about stds but yeah, just maybe just maybe not three months of two, a school year. Two things are allowed to be important at the same time. Okay. Chlamydia and gonorrhea. Okay. 
So chlamydia and gonorrhea are both sex sexually transmitted infections caused by bacteria. Um, they have similar symptoms. Chlamydia is more common than gonorrhea. How do the symptoms compare? They both... Okay, I guess they both burn when you pee. And abnormal discharge from the rectum. And or bleeding from the rectum. Ooh. Um, Can't say I want that. So with chlamydia... You might also get like a fever and or vaginal bleeding. Um, and with gonorrhea, you're going to get like itching and soreness and pain when you defecate. So so neither of those sound good. So my scientific opinion says that gonorrhea affects your shit more. Yeah. Than chlamydia affects your pussy. Just so like imagine you ate like six bags of flaming Hot Cheetos and then you took a huge shit. And that's gonorrhea. Oh. <laughs> and also it burns when you pee. You like drank acid or something. I don't know. You're, you drank flaming Your pee hole. Goes. Basically, a any hole that things exit your body through is not having a good time. I want to divert for literally like 30 seconds. We had to do this constitutional convention in one of my high school history classes and he my teacher gave all of us a character that we had to be mm -hmm. and my character was this old senator who put a whalebone in his urethra what and that's how he died what the fuck what yeah i was like how, thank you mr how Fritz. does that kill you how does it not kill you? I mean, you can live without your dick even if it like He impaled his pee hole <sighs> with a whale bone. I guess it gets infected. That's how. And what the fuck did he do it for? That's my question. Why? What? What was he trying to feel? Okay. Even if you sit down thinking that's a good idea, you should get at most like three seconds into trying it before you realize, oh, this is a bad idea. I would rather have super gonorrhea than do that if I was a guy. Uh, yeah, hands down. Are you joking? It's not even cl a whale bone up my pee hole. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that would be insane. I guess I don't. It would probably hurt less for girls, but still not be fun at oh all. Oh, my God. It would not feel any better. Also, though, he died from it. So it probably I, didn't hurt. If I'm doing long. that, I would rather die from it than go to a doctor and try and explain myself. Yeah. Instead, he died. And then history has like kept him memorialized as someone who died that way he doesn't know that and he was but you said he was also a senator he wasn't a senator because it was before the u.s was even a thing but he was like a representative at the constitutional convention man people were really i'm gonna i'll i'll, I'll do some research but people were really back to super gonorrhea life. i i don't know how we go back to super gonorrhea fat people were just like living life pre-internet weren't they yeah how did people learn things they didn't. They were stupid, too. They were like babies now. I, I mean, everything was black and white, so. That's true. They didn't even have color. Yeah, they did not. That's, that's fact. I've seen the pictures. That's I, so sad. I, I maintain my stance, though, that people in the 1700s are like children now. Just they're all so stupid. Do you... I, I, I hate the fact that I agree with you. Dude, I had a realization recently. Well, not realization, but I, like I saw a Reddit post. the The founding fathers, when they made America, were like so young. Yeah, they were not very. They were not much older than we were. They were like twenty two and twenty three. 
Well, I went to... Are you serious? They were like, yeah. I didn't know they were that young. Like, between the ages of, like, 22... Like, Alexander Hamilton was, like, 22. Um, I'm worth nothing. Michelangelo was, like, 17 when he did his first big, like, famous sculpture. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, I can't even draw a straight line. Well, I... The reason I say that is because... I'm calling bullshit now. People are like, are you questioning the founding fathers who wrote the Constitution? I'm like, yes, I am. They were stupid. They were they were little they were little boys. They were children who had no education, knew nothing. You I They were like the vape god equivalent I can of spend, the seventeen hundreds. I can spend ten minutes on Wikipedia and be smarter than any one of those people guaranteed. Well, I went to um, James Madison's house when I was like 15 or 16 mm -hmm. and it's beautiful. And I remember being like we were in his office and I remember thinking to myself, wow, how could you not be that brilliant when this is your view and you live <laughs> in the moment and you don't even like he didn't have <laughs> electricity distracted. <laughs> All he did was read because he had nothing else to oh. do. And now I'm like. I would go insane. No, like, just, I would have been fucking crazy. He just did heroin. That's why everyone did heroin. Yeah, seriously. Like, you could do any drugs you wanted, and everyone did. So, I did some research in the past, like, 30 seconds. Yes. And this man died on November 6th, 1816 from internal injuries because he was using the whalebone to clear a blockage in his urinary tract. Oh, so he probably had like a kidney stone, right? That's even more intense. Can you imagine the, the, the rough spot in life you have to be at where you're like, my only option is this whalebone going up. This is he it. was like, he was like, fuck it. We ball. This is it. This is all I have left. <laughs> oh poor guy i i feel for him yeah rest in power oh <laughs> uh, just this is my last resort there's nothing left for me hey i mean he his name is governor morris and he went to columbia university when i go to the doctor with kidney stones and just at the receptionist desk be like so do you guys provide the whale bones or was i supposed to bring my own or <laughs> Or what's the situation here? So I just got randomly kicked out of the Zoom call. Not random. That was your punishment. <laughs> For talking about whale bones. Yeah. I just went silent. So have fun editing. All right. I will. I, I, yeah, no, I, I kicked you out. For I, Thank you. The women are not allowed to speak out of turn on this podcast. <laughs> I have to ask. You got to keep, yes. Ask permission if you have a comment. Otherwise, I'm just going to monologue for How an hour. How am I allowed to ask? Do I have to like use a nonverbal cue? See, now you're getting it. Now, now you're starting to understand. I, If you would like to submit a proposal for a statement, you can email me three to five business days in advance. Okay. Thank you. I, I'll definitely keep that in mind. Mm -hmm. You're not allowed to know what I'm going to say on the podcast, though. So We don't respect women on this podcast. Why would? What? Are you, are you joking? Of course not. Yeah, as as two men, lady, <laughs> as just there's just two dudes hanging out. Uh, yeah, we're guys being dudes. Ex exactly. Women never heard of her. <laughs> L M A O. Um, I feel like I feel obligated to do like a 2020 recap or something, but I also really don't want. 
to talk about 2020 ever again. I feel like like four things happened to me in all of 2020. Nothing happened all year. It was Kobe Kobe Bryant died. That yes. was the beginning of the end. I'm talking about like personal things though. Like things happened oh. to me. Oh, there's nothing I want to talk about on here. <laughs> I feel like I, I sat inside for 12 months and wasted a year of my life. Hey, guys, let's talk about my mental health journey. <laughs> <laughs> the the slow descent into insanity that has been the past year. Yeah, seriously. Not even slow. Um, <laughs> the, the the dive off a cliff into insanity that has been the past no, year. No, my and I'm so like overrated and repetitious saying this even, but because this is everyone on my Twitter has said this already, but going on Instagram 30 minutes after New Year's like ball drops, woohoo, and seeing all the pictures of people at parties. Mm hmm. I know who my friends are. That's all I have to say. I'm just like, I literally saw you posting, complaining about people going out like yesterday. And now you're going like, what? How did, yeah. how did this, this turn happen so fast? But we all got tested. No, you didn't. Yeah, no. Even if they did, they could get it on the way there. Like, I know four people who that's happened to. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah, I want to I wanna give not the opposite of a shout out. I want to shake my head at anybody who thinks it's a good idea to get tested so they can go to an event. We get their negative test back, but in the duration of waiting for a result and going to this set event, contract COVID and don't know it. We just start doxing people on our Instagram timelines who we see. Yeah. Call them out by name. I call I bonk them. You bonk the what? <laughs> they get they open a letter in the mail and my hand pops out and just bonks and it's them on the head. Your fist goes right yeah. through their skull. Punched in the face. Mm -hmm. I I like it. This that can be our new recurring segment: just doxing people on social media. Isn't that what <laughs> Isn't that what Doctor Fauci does? <laughs> Basically, he just sends the GOP a bonk. <laughs> you get uh, we gotta we gotta discuss what uh, mitch i need my two thousand dollar stimulus please yeah mitch where are you at come on have you seen the tiktok trend it's kind of bad but i think it's hilarious of people joking that they're gonna like assassinate mitch mcconnell oh my god it's it's the joke the secret service investigates everyone who makes that threat the well so the joke is like uh, no Mitch, one cares though. Mitch, to be honest. why are you even bothering going to work? Don't you know what's gonna happen March thirteenth at eleven thirteen p.m.? Oh my god! <laughs> it's like it's national national security could never. Well, because it started like guys, this might be the only way to get our two thousand dollars stimulus. So that people were joking about it. I thought it was pretty funny. Well, I liked um, isolating from the rest of the policy. Trump advocating a two thousand dollar stimulus and being like wait a second maybe he's not so bad that was that was the single greatest moment of the past four years just especially because like it's it looks like it's significantly impacting the georgia runoffs them just shooting themselves in the foot in the most spectacular way like right before oh i love it our boy our boy john ozoff our boy john ozoff our our little doctor who daddy oh yeah <laughs> didn't i say that last time he looks like he could play doctor who yeah, I I was gonna segue into our um, sponsorship 
by John Ossoff. Um, yes. Guys. We have to. Yeah. Guys, do you live in Georgia? And do you think voting is pretty poggers? Consider. Do you do you care about women, young children, and people who don't have a lot of money? No, that actually messaging has told us that's not a good selling point in Georgia. They they don't. Uh, I'm sorry. It, it's do you care about getting two thousand dollars deposited directly yeah. into your? Do bank you care account? about dollar signs? Do you care about getting that shmoney? Vote John Ossoff for Georgia Senate, and Raphael. I Warnock. also I also like. How the fact we're in a pandemic right now and people are like, yes, money. What do you mean? Why is that weird? I want money all the time. I'm not allowed to want money. Um, I mean, right now we kind of fucking need it because there's no way to make it. <laughs> yeah. But that's just kind of kind of sad. But it's that dire. Well, I'm, so I'm home now for a few months and I'm thinking about like getting a job or something. But like, I don't want to go like work in a store. What? Yeah. I'm not suicidal. That was actually a huge concern that I had over the summer because I need to make money. Like yeah. I'm going to be graduating soon, so if mm. I don't if I if I don't uh start actually working, yeah. that's not going to be good for me. Um but at the same time, do I really want to walk into a line of fire? Yeah, for real. Just like there are no good options when it comes to that. Right. That's why I stick to crusty freelancing and get paid to write weird tech articles that I know nothing about. Do you actually get paid to do that? Have you done that recently? I do. Yeah. You're doing that now? On and off. I haven't done it. I didn't look for anything during finals, mm -hmm. but I got a couple gigs just randomly. You want to plug any of them? No. <laughs> there. I don't even, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't even know the name of like, most of the websites because they're just random like someone like a representative from the website it's like something solutions like they'll send me an email and they'll say this is what we want to write the article about this is how much we'll pay you to write it but you're getting like between, scouted like, they're reaching out to you yeah Ooh. um it's through i don't want to give a shout out because i think it's a stupid app but like at bu they really plug handshake oh okay yeah they do. And I like on my resume, I have like all this stuff with Freep mm -hmm. and they'll just send emails to journalism students or people in the field. And they'll say like this one, one of the most recent one I did, like read a bunch of my articles and they wanted me hmm. to write something for them. That's cool. Yeah. It's not as it's like play money. Like it's not it's enough to get like groceries. It's, but not, it's not not sustainable. Lucrative. Right. Hmm. But money's money. Better so. than going to work at like a Target. Oh my god! I gotta imagine I even... those places are just like cesspools, right? It's awful. I don't even like going there as a customer. You know what? So I so I had to go to Target uh, before Christmas to get some stuff, and I forgot that when you're at home, you just like I run into people that I know places like all the time and i hate that horrible it's one of the horrible because it never happens in the city right but here it happens all the time and it's the worst thing i've ever experienced i hate it one of the hard things to explain to someone who's never lived in a city is the feeling of anonymity it's like, so nice it's the reason i wanted to live in a city it's so nice it's awesome i don't want to i don't want i just want to put my earbuds in and listen to my music and my podcast and go about my day and no one knows me or like looks at me it's perfect yeah, it's well, and it's also just easier to like 
have a clear head because you're not thinking about who you are and how you are with other people. You know what I mean? Exactly. It's so nice. It really is. Because I, lo- I love laying low. Well, because there are so many other people around at all times. You really feel like you can just like blend into the crowd. My fear of being at home is that I'm going to be the person someone runs into at the supermarket and they're like, oh, fuck, I got to walk down the other aisle because I don't want to say hi to her because I feel that way about certain people. Maybe we could get T-shirts made that say, if if you see us, don't worry, we don't want to talk to you either. If you recognize me, don't acknowledge it. <laughs> Just like don't. The most awkward thing is when you go to a restaurant and somebody you went to high school with is a waiter. Yes. And then they're like, yes, they're waiting on you. <laughs> I'm like, what do I call you? Like, are you below me? Like, how does this work? It's so awkward. Yeah, I agree. And completely. then I like you have to tip them and you're like, if I don't give them a little extra, mm-hmm. are they going to think I'm a bad friend? Or the another one is when you go to the grocery store and the person checking you out is like someone you graduated with or like someone that you both know or each a other. Te- a, te- no. a teacher who has a part time job because that's, teachers don't make enough money. That's even worse. But just like yeah. I'm talking about like someone who you both very obviously recognize each other. But you're not close enough that either of you want to acknowledge that you like know each other or like have a conversation. Do you know like that kind of energy? That happens to me on the daily when I'm home. Mm-hmm. That's so painful. That happens. There's this small grocery store in my town and there are people I went to high school with who work there and people who are like kind of would talk to sometimes. But it's like I'm only here for like 30 seconds while I'm talking out. Neither of us are going to acknowledge this connection. We're just going to go about our business and then I'm going to leave. But at the same time, it's just so awkward and uncomfortable. My like my socialization personality is like I like going to coffee shops or restaurants and just sitting outside with friends and hanging out. And one of the nice things about COVID is that I've legitimately avoided public places like that since march like i haven't even gone to a restaurant to sit outside and i no longer have those awkward interactions and it's really nice i'm so proud you truly are living your best life in quarantine aren't you (laughs) yeah i mean if there's one positive of COVID, it's that yeah you are you're thriving and not seeing people study abroad photos (laughs) yes that i think that's why COVID hit Study abroad being canceled was definitely a highlight uh, of COVID. I <laughs> my, peak of 2020, my peak of 2020. <laughs> Everyone's fun time getting yeah. ruined. No, I like um, I had like my deep depression in my 2019 study abroad. Mm-hmm. But now I'm so fucking thankful that I went abroad because I, d- I wouldn't be able to now. So... <laughs> So those dark moments were worth it. Yeah. I wonder when. When do you think Saudi Abroad will come back? I have no idea. I feel like every like four weeks, universities are like, guys, we might do it. We, we might be able to do they're it. They're like edging you. And then a holiday happens. Yeah. And it just all goes to shit. <laughs> and then again. everyone dies. <laughs> Everything goes to shit again. It's like, oh, yeah, we haven't we haven't earned that privilege back yet, have we? Yeah. <laughs> Oh my God. The people I know, it's embarrassing how many people I know who traveled for Christmas or New Year's 
or any holiday that's happened in the past month. Like, yeah, <sighs> I I felt kind of bad. So my grandfather lives not that far away. And so I went down to drop some stuff off, some food off for him for uh, Christmas. And it's just him and his girlfriend for Christmas. And we so I talked to him for like 10 minutes just outside. We were wearing masks and stuff. But um, I don't know. I felt so bad for him because like I don't think he's ever had a Christmas with like all, all his family stuff. And he was obviously uh, just like pretty, pretty sad about it. Uh, yeah. I was just like, I'm I'm sorry. There's nothing I can do. It was pretty. Yeah. It's pretty tough on like older people yeah because because it's the whole every like every holiday might be your last and i i do give my grandparents a lot of credit because i stopped i've been like i have like two households that i interact with during covid and my grandparents are one of them Mm -hmm. and i went over to their house and we had like a pizza party that's nice for christmas eve and it was very low-key and like very sweet and I'm glad that they were able to have that. Mm-hmm. Well, that's nice. But it's also, it's like, I wanted to talk about this a little bit without getting too deeply into it. It also is just a reminder of like how superficial holidays are because at the end of the day, if you're having like a very small dinner with one or two family members, mm-hmm. at least you have one or two family members. to. Yeah, be I think part of it is just like the tradition though too, if you've done it yeah. every year. That's hard for a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, on that bummer note, I think we're going to close it out. Uh, yeah. You, yeah. Th- thanks, guys. <laughs> yeah. You got any you got any last words of wisdom or little tidbits you'd like to hit them with before we go? Um, I just want to give a shout out to Whale Bones. Oh. 